you're back, and I'm back, and you're listening to Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting, and this is episode number four of the Resilient Entrepreneur podcast. In the first three that I've done, obviously, I'm starting to talk a little bit about what you as entrepreneurs and managers and leaders are needing to do right now in terms of building your business, maintaining your business. In one of the recent podcasts, I was talking about our difference between surviving or thriving. We won't talk about the third one. If you heard the podcast, you know what it is. So today and for the next two, so the next this podcast and two more, I'm going to be talking about some things that should be important and impactful to those of you who are owners, leaders, managers, and quite honestly, there are many team members that I do believe this will be important for as well. So today's, I'm going to talk about hiring, and the next one, I'm going to talk about training, and the one beyond that, I'm going to talk about observing, leading, and managing. So with that, as I mentioned, I'm going to talk about hiring. With this one, I have a good friend of mine who had reached out to me and asked for uh, and whether I have any interview questions. And of course, the answer is, yes, I have interview questions. And I, it's a question that I'm asked periodically. And of course, with the changing times and everything that's going on right now, we have COVID and we have other current events that are going on. And, and all of these things, you put them into a bucket it has changed the patterns for a number of different things. It's changed consumer patterns. It's changed team member patterns. It's changed our business patterns. And we have to adapt. As entrepreneurs, owners, managers, leaders, we all have to adapt. And quite honestly, if you find yourself in a point of status quo, that should be a big red flag to you that something is wrong. So we're talking about adapting and, talk and applying this to the idea of hiring right now. And even as we're adapting, sometimes going back to the basics is a really good idea in terms of making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to even do with something like hiring. So sometimes people think in the terms of hiring, when, when I mention that or we, I talk about that or I listen to others talk about hiring, many times really the idea is I need a body to fill a position. And if you want a, a recipe for disaster, that's it. If you're looking to just find someone to answer a phone or take care of a patient or ske do scheduling for you or something, we're on the wrong path. That's not what we should be doing right now. What we're looking to do is sometimes if you think about I like to equate things to other things that we've done in life. And I'm sure most, if not all of you, have dated in the past so you don't just look for anyone. You don't look for the anyone. You look for the right person. And that's the whole point of hiring is to find the right person. And, it, you know, it's funny. They, they came up with this whole idea of speed dating. I don't know however many years ago it was. But this idea was, you know, you sit down in front of someone for two minutes and, you know, you, you have a conversation for two minutes and either there's some spark in chemistry there or there's not. And, you know, if you talk to 30 people in an evening or how, whatever the number was, I never did it. I watched it on TV. I thought it was kind of crazy, but there's some merit to it. So, you know, in hiring, that's in a sense, that's what you're doing. You're speed dating. And once you start finding people where there's some chem chemistry, then you start going out on more dates. And that's really what the hiring process should look like. 
you start looking at resumes and you start weeding out the ones that are just not going to be a good fit. Maybe it's just like the, the background or, or what they're doing. They're overqualified, underqualified. Um, it's just, it doesn't look like it's going to fit, but you create three piles, the no pile, the maybe pile, and I hope this works out pile. So with that, you know, your whole, your, the whole goal of hiring is you want to hire people and you want to hire the right people so we can hire and retain the best possible people that we can get to work in this business. And that, again, is going to start with great interviews. So we start with great candidates because we've, we've gone through the resumes, we've had phone interviews, and we, we've determined through the phone interview that this is worthy of another date. Then once we get there, in the interview, and this is another point where I would say many people tend to miss the mark for an interview. Again, let's take this back to a dating scenario. If you're the one doing all the talking, what do you think the other person is thinking? You fill in the blank. If you're the one doing all the talking, how do you learn about that other person? So here's a, here's a, a golden rule for doing interviews. You should not talk more than 20% of that interview. Think about that for a minute. You should not talk more than 20% of that interview. If you're only talking 20% of the time and you're using lots of questions, you're getting them to talk. You're, getting, you're putting them through their paces. You're getting them to tell you about them, their history, their wants, their goals, their desires, what they can do, what they can't do, all of it. You're getting them to talk. We're finding out if this person is going to be a good fit for our business, our team, and what we need in terms of the person to fill the position. Not, I need a body, not someone who's willing to accept the job for the amount that you're willing to pay. We're talking about the right person for the right role and responsibility for the right amount of money. And it's a dating process. So with this great interview, we get them to do most of the talking because we talk no more than 20% of the time. We ask them really good questions that get them talking. Sometimes it's like peeling an onion. You ask one question and maybe they don't give us a good enough answer. So we ask the question again, but in a different way. If they give us a response that makes us think, well, they're leaving this open-ended or I feel like there's more to this story, then ask. It's another great question. Again, you keep them talking. And quite honestly, if, if, the, if the interviewee can't help balance out this conversation in that 80-20 format, maybe they're not the right fit. Because especially if you have a customer service role, there are many jobs and roles out there where the candidate or the person who will eventually fill the position, yes, they may have technical responsibilities. Yes, they may have other things that they're responsible for that, you know, they may be... Um, assisting responsibilities. They may need require uh, computer skills. There could be any number of things, but there's the other aspect of this when it comes down to their soft skills and their ability to relate to your customers, your clients, your patients, their ability to communicate things to them, their ability to answer questions of, again, your customers, clients, patients. Through that interview process, yes, you're getting them to talk, and you're looking for the quality or the content of their answer. But the other thing that you're really looking for is, are they engaging? Can they maintain a conversation? Are they fun to talk to? Are they someone that you could see talking to your customers, clients, patients? So that, in a sense, from 10,000 feet, that's what the hiring process is supposed to look like. 
we're supposed to be finding the right person that wants to do the job or take on the role and responsibility that we're looking to fulfill for the money that we're offering. And, you know, if you do this in a way that you're looking at this like dating or looking for the right person that you're going to end up getting married to, then if, if you mirror it to that dating or looking for the right person to live the rest of your life with, then you might be on the right track for hiring. Because you got to think about it. If you're trying to leverage yourself through your team, you need to have folks on board who can do at least 80% of what you can do. At least 80%. No one's going to do everything the way you need it. And quite honestly, if you're high, and this is, could be a whole different podcast. Maybe I'll add this on to the next one. But when you're looking to leverage yourself, you need people who can do at least 80% of what you can do because that, in a sense, is where you're starting to get leverage when people can do not exactly everything you can do, but at least 80% of it. And when you're looking to hire, this is what I was getting at, you may find people who can leverage you because they can do things you can't do. So you might be a high D type personality. If you're familiar with the DISC assessment, you might be a high D personality, but this person is a high I, and they are the type of person that will balance you out when it comes to interacting with your customers, clients, and patients. And they might bring the sunshine to the party, whereas you're the ones that bring the bare bones facts. And both personalities are awesome. It's just sometimes one works out better in instances than the other. So that was your Resilient Entrepreneur podcast today. This one was all about hiring. If you have any interest in talking to me more about this or you have other content that you'd like me to cover, let me know. I'm happy to build it in and, and talk to you about it one-on-one -on -one or bring it into the podcast. Thank you for listening and look forward to the next one very soon.